This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we talk about what Elio's been up to and how it's revolutionizing support. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi, Glenn Sizemore, and Sully the Monster. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. On the phone with me today, Glenn Sizemore. How are we doing, Justin? I am fantastic. It's a nice uh, yeah. overcast day. It's cool. It's fall is upon us nearly. Uh, considering the entire southern like United States is underwater in one way, shape, or form, I'm just going to take it and be happy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are in a much better uh, situation than a lot of the southern United States. So today we're going to talk about some, some uh, AI with Ross Ackerman. Ross, hi. What do you do here at NetApp? Howdy. So is it, is it AI? Artificial intelligence? Yeah. Sure, we'll talk about that. All right, cool. I, I like to call it cognitive capabilities, but yeah, you call it artificial intelligence. Okay. Hey, you, you know what? We'll go, we'll go through the differences in a second here. But um, first, let's uh, talk about Ross. Uh, Ross, what do you do here at NetApp? Hey, thanks. So I have the luxury of leading a, a really fantastic team here at NetApp in customer support. Our team is focused on digital support. So every interaction a customer or partner has with NetApp, if you have a question or a problem and you interact with us digitally, the support site, the knowledge base, the doc center, tech support chat, you're coming through an avenue that my team focuses on and, and works on to make sure it's you're getting the experience you want. Okay, cool. Uh, so Ross and I go way back. We used to work together on uh, support cases, and we yeah. worked on the uh, the early stages of GX support, in which has become clustered on tap, which is now just on tap. Long time no see, Ross. Hey, man, it's it's good to be back. <laughs> All right, so enough about that. Let's talk about uh, this this new Watson uh, AI machine learning thing. Uh, so. Uh, if you're not familiar with Watson, it's IBM's Watson, right? So it's like this thing that IBM developed that's beat Bobby Fischer and Chet, or not Bobby Fischer. Um, played the Jeopardy. They played. They played, they played the Jeopardy yeah, and beat the, well, beat the Ken both. Jennings. They that's beat the right. Ken Jennings. That's right. That's the IBM Watson we're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's IBM Watson, and now we have it on our side. Ooh, we're working with them. So yeah. we're, we've got a hybrid cloud solution going. <clears throat> we've got. Uh, we have a new employee at NetApp. His name is Elio. Ah, uh, is this the same Elio that had uh, was was with Solidfire previously? That's the exact same Elio. We recruited Elio over to uh, to do support. Well, we've done a lot of great things with the Solidfire integration into NetApp, into NetApp. and Elio. Elio was hanging out, and Elio has a new job. He's now a virtual support assistant. The exact same Elio robot is now working directly with our customers and partners. Is he Clippy? He's not. He's Elio. <laughs> he's not Clippy? He's not. So why is he not Clippy? Tell me why he's not Clippy. All right, so... B- because he's cool. <laughs> Besides that... <laughs> he, he looks also, different. I'm not sure we should be saying he. Do, do we know the sex oh, of sorry. Elio? Is this been established? Is there canon? Let's just call it it. Elio is Elio. Elio is Elio. So and, what is Elio's difference? What's the difference between Elio and the uh, Clippy clip Clippy. Part? Okay. So Elio is with IBM Watson. We've trained Elio on years of historical cases that we've had at NetApp. So we've anonymized the cases and we've looked at them and we've trained the, our Watson solution that is Elio on those cases. So Elio knows the language that our customers and partners interact with us. 
So he, he knows the types of questions, how they're asked, um, the problem statements. He understands our products and our features. So he knows the actions that customers want to take when they open a case or start tech support chat. He knows our products and features. And he knows our documentation. So our knowledge base articles, our doc center docs, our technical reports. That's the type of information, the ground truth that we trained Elio on. So, yeah, Elio is quite intelligent about our product set and the types of cases and questions that people want to ask. Yeah, and really the difference between Elio being artificial intelligence and machine learning is that we're feeding Elio a bunch of data and letting Elio take that data and, and apply it, as opposed to Elio deciding whether or not the data is good and making the, the cognitive decisions themselves of you know what should we use, what should we not. So, you know, you're feeding it the information, and it's still a you know garbage in, garbage out type of thing, more oh. or less, right? Oh, absolutely. So, yep. the humans and, and the the experts at NetApp are our partners with Elio. So Elio, we just we didn't we don't turn Elio on and say go and let's see what comes out very much a tight partner relationship. So we've built a team at NetApp, um, our AI team, the Elio Center of Competence, and we have explainers, trainers, and sustainers. And those are really the AI roles we have running in support right now. And and we, we're Elio's partners. We help train the ground truth. We helped him analyze these years of anonymized cases and, and fed that into Watson. Uh, we helped them analyze our content. What's the right answer for groups of questions? When you see a, a question that you think is in this area, what's the set of possible answers you should you know, do some analysis on and make a recommendation with? And that's what Elio does, right? So Elio hears a conversation, interacts with you. You'll interact with Elio. You'll, you'll start to describe your problem. He might ask some questions. Um, he might guide you down some troubleshooting workflows to understand really the detail about your problem. And then he'll make a specific recommendation. I think I understand your problem. I think we're down this path. Here's my answer. And, and that's really what Elio is doing. That's, that's what we've done with Elio for the past. We've been, we've been working on this for about a year. We did a prototype in the spring. We did a few beta runs. Um, we tweaked, we changed, and we're ready to turn them on. So initially, I imagine uh, this is just going to start off with, you know, coming in with I'm having some slowness over here, or I've got this weird error uh, coming in through the the tech support chat and being, you know, the when you open up that chat box, Elio greets you with, or you know, at some point in the conversation, Elio would just reply back and 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 start responding instead of one of our our, our typical T1 uh, chat guys and gals. So. Initially, yeah. I imagine this is just going to be like pointing towards KBs and giving suggestions as to settings, configurations, modifications, or does this include like, no, here, let me order gear for you. Absolutely. Let's take care of this. Right. So we're walking before we run. Yeah. And the, the focus really is 24-7, always on, always learning, always available. Right. And so that was our first goal. How do we make sure we can have a 24-7 response that's accurate to our customers with that in any channel that our customers and par partners want to interact with us. Um, and, you know, and what's being asked of us the most in that 24 seven channel. And that's what we've targeted first. So an order for new gear isn't the first thing Elio is going to handle, but he's going to handle those types of questions of how do I do this? Or I think I have a problem like this. Can you help me? Um, you know, I think WannaCry is a pretty neat example. Hmm. Wanna, WannaCry happened and a lot of people asked, and they opened cases. They called us. 
they chatted with us. They opened cases on the sports site and said, how do I disable SMB1? And that's something that, you know, Elio could handle in seconds. Any, you know, any time of day. Those, those are examples. And, and what we have is years of cases of examples, right? We've gone through tens of thousands of cases and boiled them down to understand what are the types of questions that are being asked and their trends. And that's what Elio knows to handle. So the answer may be, here's the exact recommendation. So maybe the question is something about auto support. If Elio thinks your question is an initial setup, hey, how do I turn on auto support? I don't use it. His answer might be exactly this part of the KB is what you need to follow. But if Elio determines your question is troubleshooting auto support isn't working, he might guide you through a few questions. Check this. What's the output? Oh, check this. What's the output? Okay, check this. What's the output? So depending on the question um, and, and what Elio thinks you know, the best route is, he might recommend or he may guide you through a few questions. Or Elio might say, I'm going to get out of the way and let's move you on to the next support engineer. All right, so that's, that's a couple ways Elio can interact. Okay, cool. So it sounds like we're we're basically taking this concept of, you know, reading the manuals, but allowing someone else to read the manuals for you and pull that information out, the pertinent information that you need to address your problem. And the good part about that is when I'm giving you commands through Elio, they're going to be correct every time, right? We're not going to give you seven mode commands. We're not going to give you commands with the wrong options. I'm guessing they'll be easy to copy and paste, right? Absolutely easy to copy and paste. So Elio knows who you are, right? Um, it's a logged in experience. If you have the option to start a chat or create a case today, you'll interact with Elio. Um, you'll enter your product area normally as you will. And if it's an area that Elio is trained on, he's your first responder. And he knows the product you're working on. And he'll, he'll ask questions of, hey, exactly which version of ONTAP are you interested in? Because, you know, I know what you're running, but let's, let's make sure I've got the answer spe- specific for you. Yeah. yeah, or which version of whatever product you might be asking about. Exactly. Let's make sure we've got the right version so I can give you the right answer. Yep. Will, will Elio be able to pull the serial number and look up auto supports in real time while he's doing the support? He will in the future. So right now, no. Right now, Elio is based on the serial number you give him and the context we know about that. And we're not directly tied to the auto support data of your system other than we know what you have and what you're doing with it. The analysis of auto support data is not being driven with Watson right now. Watson, we're really using Watson for its natural language processing capability to understand what your problem is. So really to hear that problem statement or that question and say, I think I understand the action and the, you know, the feature or product that you're asking about. And I think I should guide you down this workflow, or maybe I can give you a specific answer right here. Yeah. The, uh, the architecture of Elio is kind of cool. We've, uh, at NetApp, not only are we being data-driven by using our data, um, you know, we, have, we have 25 years of, of yeah. history at NetApp, and, and we're utilizing our case history. So anonymized case history is what we've trained Elio on. So having that data available to us and looking at those trends, as well as having all of our product documentation and our cases, how they're worked, we have really good meta-tagging when a case has worked. We know uh, the type type of problem it was. We know how it was solved. So there's a lot of attributes that we have internally in our data that we're putting to use with Elio. Um, the product area, how it was solved, what we think the best answer was. That's applied, you know, in a data-driven approach to Elio. So that's that's kind of interesting that, you know, not only at NetApp do we say, you know, we want to help our customers be data-driven, but we're doing that ourselves. 
So that's a neat thing we're doing with Elio. The other interesting part with Elio and how we're doing it, you know, working with IBM is we're using the IBM cloud. So this is a hybrid cloud solution where we're using interfaces to access Elio is on our support site. It's on my auto support. It's on the mobile support app. It's from on-command system manager 9.2 and later. You can start a tech support chat from that product, direct from product and, and get to Elio. We've got a authentication authorization to access Elio is in the NetApp on-prem. And then when you interact with Elio, we're actually using IBM Bluemix um, for a big portion of, of Elio, the UI and the orchestration layer. And of course, IBM Watson is is um, within IBM's cloud as well. And the, the neat part of Elio being on IBM cloud is that's on software. And ONTAP makes up a big chunk of software. And so we're supporting ONTAP and NetApp's portfolio using ONTAP. And so that becomes a very interesting thing. And then our content, our product documentation, and um, you know a lot of the ground truth knowledge that Elio has is running on our gear on-prem on ONTAP. So it's really, we're, we're using ONTAP, we're using NetApp portfolio um, to build Elio. So it's, it's kind of a neat, it's been a neat project by using ONTAP and E-Series and, and other NetApp portfolio products to build out Elio along with IBM software and, you know, the ONTAP underpinnings there. So that's been fun, right? Not just supporting ONTAP and NetApp, which is which is what we do, but then using our products as well to build it out. Yeah, you know, that that was actually the part that I've been thinking of uh, <laughs> the whole time we've been talking about this thus far. Uh, I've really just been kind of sitting over here thinking, going, yeah, you know, if, if Elio behaves the way that we know that it can, then the experience for the end user is dramatically improved because th this thing is going to be able to comb through thousands upon thousands of cases way faster than that than that tech support engineer can do the same process right and and be able to drill in on those individual case notes and find the actual solution using that actual trove of of real customer interactions right that's super interesting and compelling from a customer perspective but it's not the part that i've been thinking about this entire time the part that i've been thinking about is the actual like how do we actually chew through that much data where is the data attached at where's the lake how is it accessed and and the fact that as you explained it's it's a hybrid model using bluemix like that that's us eating that dog food, right? This is the the modern hybrid cloud world of of taking these massive data pools and then using them in 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 hyperscaler environments and in these hybrid use cases. That's really cool. Like, and we've got more than just one instance of this inside NetApp. But every time we do another one, it's just a proof point that that the technology does work. And also, it's an opportunity for us to figure out like the sharp edges because this isn't perfect. It is somewhat. Uh, bleeding edge technology. So you, you got to get out there and get cut to figure out what, what's dangerous so that you can build a safe product. Yep. That's, that's right. We've, uh, we've had some good, good conversations with our DevOps team um, on the software integration, right? Looking at Trident and how we run that successfully in the software, software or blue mix environment. And then, uh, obviously, you know our, our IT team at NetApp with some neat integration points. It's all been uh, architecturally very fun. But then, knowing at the end of the day that, you know, someone that comes with a question, there, there's there's a high probability, as we see right now, that Elio's already heard the question you're going to ask. Yeah. And 
if you take that back to, you know, with support engineers, a customer might ask a question to one support engineer today and another customer may ask that same question to a different support engineer tomorrow. That, that doesn't mean that that second support engineer is going to be aware of what the answer was, right? But with Elio, if he hears a question and, and answers it correctly or is trained correctly, he just knows that answer and he doesn't forget. And so it's that repetitive knowledge of being aware of, hey, what happened on third shift last week? Something I learned I now can apply next time it's asked. So I, I don't have to be aware of, hey, what happened on third shift? Got it. I know what the answer is and I'll just reply right now because it's Tuesday at 9 a.m. It really is that that natural language capability that's turned the corner on a, a lot of these technologies. You know, th there was a lot of this stuff isn't brand new. You know, th this idea was originally tried with phone trees back in the day, calling in and you know navigating your way through, and then those things got so terrible that people just started. How's the quickest way to get to a person? Right, <laughs> just give, give me a human being so that I can just yell at them my problem and they can route me to where I need to go. AI is is and and these cognitive systems they they are a better version of that. You know, you show up and you just yell at them your problem, and they more accurately route you to if not the direct solution. Oh yeah, I've heard that before. Here's your answer. Then then to the correct human being that that can actually help you solve that problem. So so it's it's one of those things where I. I I just instinctively feel like there, there's going to be some listener that hears this and is like, oh, no, just more outsourcing, more computers. Get out of this nonsense. I don't want to hear it. But but I actually think that this is this is work that needs to be done, right? I mean, anyone who's in the IT field knows how to make Google and Bing sing. You know how to do Boolean searches. You know how to find the information that you need on the Internet. There's no reason that we shouldn't be doing the same type of, of research and advancement into actual support centers themselves and improving that experience. Yeah, and really, it's DevOps for the support center. I mean, you're totally, you know, totally. you're, you're taking the automation piece and bringing it into the support center and, and repeating repeatable tasks and eliminating all the human error, eliminating like when, you know, Johnny, who just started yesterday, gets that first phone call and is sweating through his shirt and is like, oh my God, what do I do? Elio is just going to say, oh, this is what you do, right? And I mean, that's, that's really what this is intended for. And then, uh, you know, Johnny from, you know, yesterday, is the NAS guy, and maybe he gets a SAN question the next day. You know, that's that's not going to work for him. So Elio is going to help route that SAN question to the proper person rather than Johnny, because Johnny's going to take all the NFS and SIF stuff. Right, and Johnny can focus on the areas he's great at. That's that's absolutely the right thing. Is is you know partnering up our support engineers that are the experts with Elio, uh, and letting them focus on you know those those key areas that require detailed decisions. Um, you know, it's really detailed analysis that maybe is outside of the scope of Elio on purpose. And that's where we look to, you know, have our support engineers continue to flourish and be available at all the times for all the right reasons. And Elio is there 24 seven kind of any channel you need. Yeah. We looked at it as we look at support, the three areas we looked at digital support are search. Everyone wants to search and the answer needs to be available via search. If you want self support, Search is still the go-to, always. Yeah. And then if you want to browse, well, that's what we have on our support site, guided problem-solving browse. Right? That's easy. We all shop. We think that way. So search and browse. But when those fail you or you don't feel that you have time or you just, you know, you had 474 answers as a possibility on search and you're not positive which one, then you want assistance. 
And that's where Elio's there for that fast assistance request. I just need assistance. Can someone tell me what the answer is? I, I think I might know, or, you know, I have no clue, but here's my question. I need assistance. And Elio's just on right there. I also think in a strange way, uh, you know, and, and now I'm getting a little bit in front of my skis, but in, in a strange way, it's actually beneficial to a portion of the customer base. You know, there's, there's, there's a sizable population of the IT industry who doesn't like talking to other people or interacting with oh, people, Oh, it's huge. Period. It's huge. Yeah, I've they don't want to call support. They oh, don't yeah. want to talk to a human being. They just want to get their work done and go home. So giving them an outlet that, that is more comfortable without the anxiety, it just leads to a better experience all the way around. Uh, no, one wants to call, no one wants to call support, period, ever. And that's something I've accepted, and that's part of our strategy that when we build out digital support is that we're not here. We're here because we have to be. That's customer support. Yeah. And you, we need to make the experience as best as it can be. And if you can't make the problem go away, which is the ultimate goal of customer support, by the way, is understand those trends and change the problem so they don't happen again. But if, if that problem exists, you have to respond immediately and accurately. And that's it, right? You, that's, I think, the best experience for support is first contact, understand the question, give the answer immediately. And that's, that's literally what Ely was built to do. If you do want to talk to somebody and you don't want to talk to Elio for whatever reason, I'm sure there's a bypass, right? Skip, always. Skip, skip, skip. 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 So phone tree, Glenn, you said it. Yeah. There's a phone tree model and you have to have that. So the the phone tree model is literally, you don't want to talk to Elio, click the skip button. And he's out of the way. Right. We put Elio in line. Elio's in line for chat and in case open workflow. Work with him. He's going to solve your problem. If you don't want to, click skip and you move on. He's out of the way. And this is online chat. This isn't like a phone thing because I really hate those phone things where you have to like say something to the computer and it always messes up what you just said. Right. So this is, <laughs> this is, on, this is online chat and this is the case create workflow on the support site. Elio's in line. But, you know, if you're on the mobile app with Elio, you can click the little microphone icon and talk into it if you want. And, uh, or instead of type, but I don't know. Okay. So you can do like a... Speak that spell. stuff works these days, man. Like, yeah, there is a whole long history of voice to text being kind of flaky, but but I kind of feel like, particularly for for uh, the English language, that technology just works. Just hit the microphone, start talking. It'll it'll do the right translation and get you your answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is like when you call into those support lines or chat lines, and they're like, say yes or no, and you say yes before they finish prompting oh, yeah. you <laughs> it's like they, what, what did you say and it's like ah oh, yeah so know, zero 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 <laughs> yeah so elio's not in the in the phone tree he's not in the phone bank and in fact what i'd say is if you want support hit up chat go to the case crate workflow and interact with elio um th- those are going to be your fastest access points to the, the right engineer yeah so elio is is in line uh first First thing Elio's going to be responding to is ONTAP NAS. So that's ONTAP Networking, ONTAP SMB, and ONTAP NFS, or SIFS if you're a Microsoft fan of the SMB protocol. And the, shortly after that, so that'll happen right around the Insight Las Vegas conference is when we turn Elio on. Stop by the booth if you're at Insight. Stop by the session if you want to register for that. What kind of Elio stuff do I have? Swag-wise. Swag? Yeah, what's the swag going to be? So if any of our listeners here remember Elio as the solid fire mascot, socks are really important. 
So socks live on. We'll have some really cool Elio socks, a nice Elio sticker. What else are we doing? I think a temporary tattoo. Nice. We're going to have a Tech on Tap podcast temporary tattoo as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I've ordered those. Yeah, all right. I want one of those gopher stickers. We'll we have we have some for you. We have packs of gopher stickers. Yeah, we'll trade. That'll be good stuff. If you're at Insight, stop by the booth. We'll do some live demos. We'll interact with Elio. Uh, Elio has a bit of a personality. He's lively. He's friendly. He's to the point. And, uh, you know, he's not going to ignore things. If you get a little off topic, he might respond and get you back on track. That's one of the things we built into Elio. And that's something we learned from our case notes and our chat history, to tell you the truth. Um, we have our customers and partners are very lively, um, expressive, if you will. And so Elio's ready for that. And let's just, we'll, he'll get you on track and we'll get the answer solved. Get the problem. How many so, different languages can Elio curse in? Right. So that's a good point. Let's talk about languages. Elio is in English right now and more languages to come. Yep. Okay. Sounds like it's very, uh, very early in the Elio evolution here. Yeah, he's young and there's hey, a lot. He's a little come. infant. He's a little, he's a little babe. Right. I'm just impressed that uh, I don't I don't know if, if this was your brainchild, Ross, or someone in your team, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm just impressed that we've got this at all. Like that, it's one of those crawl, walk, run things. But when we get to the run phase of of these types of tools, like just take a look at Google these days. What you're what you can find almost instantly compared to what this experience was like 20 years ago. It's just these. This is the right path. You just got to work through the iterations and get the tools working. And then once they're working, it's better for everybody. Yep. Yeah. And it's not magic. This stuff is not magic. Um, there's really no magic at all. It's not, you don't print out a, a PDF manual and stick it in a black box and then yell at the box and it works, right? There, there's work, there's training to do, and there's, there's sustaining, right? You, you want to watch every interaction, measure every interaction, um, and help Elio get a little bit smarter. And, you know, the other neat thing that, that Elio provides to us is we've always had uh, supportability inside at NetApp over the past five or six years, right? So what we hear from our customers and partners, let's get back that, get that back to the product. That's something Elio is going to help leverage in an automated fashion as well as what are the trends of problems and how do we more efficiently get our product changed to make those go away? So Elio is plugged into that circle as well. So they have a direct line to the product managers and oh. Elio gets to bug them too? Yeah. Elio will send out a, <laughs> hey, make this problem go away because people have asked about it a few too many times. That's it. What's great about Elio is that it can say, people have asked about this 6,736 times and these are the customers. Yep. Right. Instead of having you know me say, yeah, I get this a lot. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot, lot of great uses when you, you, know, you use cognitive computing as IBM calls it, artificial intelligence as, you know, show opened with using that to interact and learn from every interaction. But then what do you do with that? It's not just solving the, getting the right answer, but take that to the next level of, Hey, what, what do we learn from that whole transcript and how'd that conversation go? And what should we do to the product? That's, that's kind of the next use that we use with our, you know, with the Watson capabilities of looking through that data to say what's next. So as an estimation, I mean, how many cases do you think Elio fixes just the NAS space on its own, a rough estimate. So we did a prototype. Let's talk about some of the prototype numbers. We've got some forecasts. We did a prototype um, in our beta, and we did a, we did a scenario where we had, I don't know, 
50 or so scenarios. They were little exam questions. And we, we talked to some customers and some partners and some of our internal support engineers. And we said, you have any tool in the world, you have 10 minutes, find the answer to this question. So there are many exam questions like, how do I enable LDAP authentication for NFS? Or how do I enable Kerberos authentication for NFS? Examples like that. 10 minutes, go find the answer. Uh, and we measured that. We did about 400 or so test runs measured. And we gave very similar questions to that same set of folks. And we said, you have Elio. Use Elio. And what we found was over four times faster, Elio could get the answer correct. And the percentage rates was a bit higher with Elio than you know, folks using it self-support on their own. Uh, so looking at our, our volume, what we trained Elio on, I think we're going to have a, a nice outcome. Uh, now, IBM talks about using cognitive um, you know, chatbot solutions like this, that if you can get you know, 40, 50, 60% accuracy rate, you're, you're doing fantastically well. We saw rates higher than that during a prototype. Um, so we'll see. There's all sorts of volume and, and conversations that will happen with Elio. And there's reasons Elio will miss, right? Maybe he doesn't understand what was asked. Maybe the answer wasn't exactly what you needed. But Elio responding 24-7 as fast as can be, um, that's really the goal. And, and if he gets the question wrong, he won't get it wrong tomorrow. That's, that's exactly what we're building out. So if he starts out slow, that's fine. Um, he'll get smart really quickly. And he's going to come out of the gate quite smart because, again, we've trained him on you know, tens of thousands of, of historical issues and their correct answers. So let's say I'm having a bad day as a customer and I, and I call in or I come in and talk to Elio and I just want to mess with Elio uh-huh. and I just want to make Elio do wrong things. And yep. I want to teach Elio all the bad habits. Right. How are we handling that on the back end? So the supervised training we're using is Elio learns from us, um, not from the external interactions unless they're successful. So we're measuring, we're actually looking at every result. Um, whether, the, whether they are successful or unsuccessful, we're looking at that to say, is Elio trained in the right method? So we believe we have him trained correctly. Um, obviously, out the door, we think we have him trained in the best manner. His training is is done by his counterparts, though. Um, it's reinforced by users. So the the only real aspect that um, the the training aspect he can get from every interaction is reinforcement of what he knows already. So that's that's the real training he can get taught is, yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right, that's right. If it's no, that's not right, you don't get the option to train him authoritatively of what the right answer is. You can, you, you'll be able to guide him in what you're guiding is his, you know, his human team that's supporting him. This should be the right answer. Um, but for him to truly be trained in the, you know, the cognitive method of actually training the AI, that's done by his team. So, you, yeah, so... Interactions. This isn't a Slack bot. <laughs> you know, hey, I mean, can he do Giphy's? No. <laughs> no, no Giphy's. Well, in some ways, the Slack bot, I mean, we, let's, let's not take away from the Slack bots. They have a purpose. Oh, hey, there's no reason we won't see Elio pop up in a Slack bot. That's well, Slack Elio, bot. wish me happy birthday. He could. Because if he does, he's broken. 
Hey, happy birthday. Now, uh, honestly, that's not a birthday is not something a lot of our customers and partners share with us. And, and we aren't right now scraping stuff that our customers and partners don't decide. So we're not scraping Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Given, uh, given recent events of this week, perhaps let's not worry about personal identifiable information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Okay, cool. So Elio sounds like he's well on his way. Uh, do the support engineers have access to Elio? Like if I call in, oh, can yeah. the support engineers use it as well? Yep, yep. So Elio's kind of two-fronted. One is direct to our customers and partners, and the other is as a support engineer assistant internally. So everyone at NetApp has access to Elio, um, and our support engineers use him, uh, interact with him. So if, if – they have a question, they're doing some research, maybe they're on the phone, maybe they're working an auto support base case, uh, maybe they're doing a repro and just have a question, something in the lab, they'll ask Elio. Um, we interact with Elio internally all the time now, and that internal interaction with Elio that we have is what we're turning on you know, for our customers and partners to have direct, ac- direct access to, yep. So you mean from now on when I have problems with ONTAP, I shouldn't just I am Justin directly? No, you should I am Elio directly. Okay, okay. Justin's it, my second stop. Elia is going to get it right more often and also be much nicer to you. He'll be probably. There. You know what? He'll probably be, on both counts. He'll be online all the time also. Yeah, I, I got to sleep at some point. Yep. We all do. We all do. And honestly, Glenn, I mean, you're not going to have a whole lot of time coming up in the next few weeks. Destiny 2 is coming out. What do you mean coming out? It's already out, man. Oh, okay. Well, then right. what are you doing here? <laughs> Uh, it's still work hours. I can't play for another two hours. But I'll yeah, but that's what vacation time is for. I have actually. No, I man, I wish I had that kind of life where I could just take my vacation to go play video games. But that's not what that time is for. <laughs> no, that's true. Okay, cool. So, uh, got anything else for us about Elio, Ross? No, I, I think that's you know that's really it. introducing Elio, Elio, our virtual support assistant, Elio with Watson. He you know is is really. His first day at NetApp is really right around Insight Vegas. So when he comes out and starts to work with us all, Elio is a kind of a key component to NetApp digital support. And digital support is our transformation of support. Right? Customer support is, is incredibly important to all aspects of our product and portfolio. Digital support is, is really a, a fast-paced interaction. And Elio gives us that always-on, always-learning portion of digital support yeah that's elio if you want to interact with elio start a tech support chat start a tech support chat from the modest support mobile app from the support sites from on command system manager click tech support chat if you if you select a product area that elio is trained on elio is your first responder by Insight Las Vegas, Elio will be responding to ONTAP SIFs, ONTAP NFS, ONTAP networking. By Insight Berlin, which is November timeframe, Elio will be responding to some core ONTAP functionality, auto support, storage, storage efficiency. And then throughout the year, we continue to roll out other products and features that Elio is trained on to cover the entire NetApp portfolio. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like uh, sounds like around Insight November or uh, Insight Vegas is when we should expect Elio to start helping us out, right? I mean, we can't access it; we don't have any early access, right? Our customers and partners do not have early access to it. We do internally, but uh, yeah, around Insight Las Vegas is when we'll see Elio interacting directly with our customers, right? Cool. So, 
go ahead and follow me at, at the Ross Ackerman on Twitter. At the Ross Ackerman. At the Ross Ackerman. The Ross Ackerman on Twitter. Is that all one word? The Ross Ackerman on Twitter. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netup.com or send us a tweet at netup. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher or via techontappodcast.com. If you'd like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Ross Ackerman and Elio for joining us today. Thanks for listening. Elio. He's never going to get two hand cannons and a fusion rifle. That's right. That's what I'm talking about here. Which uh, bubble titan all the way? What's Elio's KD ratio? Uh, it sucks because <laughs> I haven't played the cruise. Yeah. No, Elio. I think Elio would. Oh, no. Elio's probably great. Elio's the PC version yeah. comes out in two weeks. He'll be banging. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. You should teach Elio to how to play Destiny, too. He's learning right now. He's learning right now. <laughs> He's actually monitoring this conversation. I'm a little afraid. Oh no! Let's get to, yes. Let's get to the, the the distant future where it's just AI bots playing first person shooters against each other, and then I can just watch them play the game. The distant future, the year two thousand. The distant future, the year 2000. The distant future, the distant future.